You are listening to Elisha's Space Podcast, where we discuss topics of faith and mental health. Stacy Smith, founder and CEO of Blossom and Grow, is joining Elisha's Space to discuss how plant therapy can support others in their healing journey. Hear her as she shares her trauma healing story and how plant therapy has influenced her. All right. All right. Well, thank you, audience, for joining Elisha Space one more time. I am here with Stacy Smith of Blossom and Grow. She has this amazing, I would say it's a combination of business and a ministry and a outreach, just a full combination of where she goes to people's homes who are survivors of trauma doesn't matter the trauma, but typically she gets a lot of clientele from from survivors of domestic violence, sexual assault, or rape, just letting you guys know, or PTSD. She works with them on, on creating a space where they have a beautiful garden or a space within their home of plants that help to lessen the triggers and bring healing to them while they're moving forward in their healing journey. So, Stacy, I hope I did you justice with that introduction. <laughs> yes, you did. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have you on the show. By the way, we did this whole episode <laughs> and I was so sure I had recorded it, but it didn't record. <laughs> so we're trying it again. So we're doing it again. So it's so funny. Okay. So, Stacy, why don't you just kind of let us know? What exactly is plant therapy? Plant therapy is a combination of using plants, gardening, music, meditation, and paint to create a space Mm -hmm. where someone is being able to use those techniques in order to heal their trauma. Okay. When we're in a session with a group of people, because we do it for groups as well, Mm -hmm. um, we are addressing that specific group, mm-hmm. age by age, all demographics. We're looking at uh, race. We're looking at age. We're looking at, you know, the things that they've been through. If it's sexual abuse, if it is domestic violence, if it is sex trafficking, right. that they're, you know, a survivor of. We don't just deal with the client, but we also deal with the family because the family itself has to heal right. in order for it to continue right okay okay well that's great i really really um because a lot of times you know science shows that smells help to temper people that are dealing with anxiety and also ptsd trauma those types of things so i was really interested in what you do because i haven't heard of anybody else doing anything like what you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, there is, it's starting to come about. I have noticed that it's really starting to come about. Mm-hmm. But yes, using the different uh, things that are naturally grown from the earth. Right. The eucalyptus, lavender, chamomile, yes. like I was, mint. Right. Basil. Right. Anything that you can even ingest in your body, not just uh, smell it, but these are natural things that can help you heal. Right. You know, and a lot of people don't realize that we can use it for both. You can smell your house up with it. You can make all kinds. I'm always in the kitchen putting together little things on the back of the stove with basil leaves, cranberries, 
oranges. I'll slice them up, right. throw some cinnamon in there, have your whole house smelling wonderful. And it calms you right, to smell that kind of stuff. I don't know if it's just like when you were younger and your grandmom's perfume was something mm-hmm. that you loved to smell. Mm-hmm. As soon as you came in their house, you could smell it. Right. And it made you feel calm and happy. And I was also thinking when you talk about the met, when you talk about the chamomile, yes. you can make yourself a little tea. tea. Yes, you can. Yeah, you know? I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You dry it out, you grind it up, and you put it in something that you can filter it through, and there right. goes your own tea. Right. And then you don't have to guess what they got in the tea bags at the store in the grocery store. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And with the emphasis now on things being more organic mm-hmm. and the health benefits from things being more organic, mm-hmm. it, there's nothing like you using what you have in your own space. Yes, ma'am. And, and being able to, you, you kind of like, you know, far Farmer Sue or Farmer Joe, you know? <laughs> got my little green onions growing over yeah. there. Yes, I have some watermelon and cantaloupe growing out front here. Yeah. You know, that's my pineapple plant. You just, you can, and you know that it's okay because right. you're not adding a whole bunch of stuff that could kill you or cause cancer. Exactly, okay. with the carcinogens exactly. and everything. Exactly. So, so that you guys know where I'm at, I, f- I kind of feel like I should let you know because you probably hear things in the background. I'm at Stacy's house, y'all. Yes. I'm at her house. So we're sitting out here on the porch enjoying this beautiful day. Yes, and are. her and I am enjoying all the things <laughs> she has around her, her landscaping and everything. So it is gorgeous. When I tell you she's got a beautiful yard and everything, oh, thank you. she really does. She knows how to make a, a space look good. I will say that. Thank you. So... Uh, Stacy, can you share with the audience, you know, how did you get here? What brought you to on this journey? My healing journey started, I want to say, I've really noticed that I was starting healing in my 30s, maybe okay. my late 30s. Okay. Um, I think that's pretty common. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know before then that I had anything to heal from. Right. Because we push it down so far and just keep going with life. Right. Like you get so stuck in that rat race. Okay, I got kids. I, I just need to work. I need to go home. I need to go to school. For right. Life. I need to, you know. Right. You but, really do. Um, you right. know, I, I realized that I kept pulling in some of the same type of relationships mm-hmm. that I was trying to avoid. But right. for whatever reason, they kept coming back around. And I was like, okay. Right. What do I need to heal or get rid of in my life so I can stop pulling these kinds of people in? Right. And then I started reading more. See, when I was growing up, we didn't have Google. We didn't have all of this stuff that these kids right. have these days where they can say, okay, well, I'm feeling this type of way. What do I do for it? Right. We didn't have that. Right. We had an Encyclopedia Britannica. Right. Okay. Exactly. And the library. Right. And so now that I was, when I got into my thirties and I started researching more on how to grow certain plants that weren't made here in the United States. Okay. And I would order the seeds from a different country Mm -hmm. and grow them here. Right. And people like, how you doing that? It wasn't nothing but a gift from God. Right. So I started growing all kinds of food, uh, plants. Right. um, Just in my own circle, wherever I lived, I made sure I could grow. Right. Because I realized it was helping me to heal. And now I want to help other people heal through that. So let me ask this question. Yes. Now I'm glad we're doing this again. Yes. Because making me ask my question. So, <laughs> you know, it's some good. people have small spaces and some people have larger areas of Absolutely. yard and things like that. And some people live 
They maybe don't have a yard. Maybe they live in a condo Mm -hmm. or they live in an apartment. Mm -hmm. How are you able to assist and support them in those areas? How does that, what does that look like? Absolutely. If you have a balcony or just a space that you're willing to lend for plants that can be in pots, you can grow whatever you want to grow. Yeah. You can still grow your vegetables. You can still grow your fruit. Right. You can still grow plants. Right. But you got to dedicate a space just for that. Okay. And yes, I'd be more than happy to help anyone in an apartment, condo, townhouse. I mean, I have a small front yard, as you can see. Right. But I still planted my watermelon and my cantaloupes that came up. Yes, you did. And um, <laughs> it's it's all about a will. Where there's a will, there's, there's a, way. a way. Okay. Okay. Yep, that's right. And what would you say are some joys as well as some challenges you've had, you know, when working with people? The joys are definitely that it's catching on, that people are understanding the connection with trauma and healing with the plants and the earth. Right. We come from the earth. Therefore, we need to go back to the earth to know how to heal ourselves. We need to use the earth to heal. Right. That is why there's so many green spaces these days, because people are starting to realize we need this. We don't need all this concrete. This makes us hard. Right. Rough. Right. And and it's hard on the body. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. That's why it was grass and right. not concrete. Right. And not brick. Man made that stuff. And yes, we needed it. Right. But we still need our green spaces. Right. Absolutely. We we need that. And also too, there is connection between when you work with the land and you're involved with the land, there is a connection that's there. Absolutely. You know, just like with animals, you know, when you get a connection with an animal, Absolutely. it's 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 not similar, but it's different. There's a connection because we're all connected in some way. You know? definitely feel that with animals. I feel like, you know, you nurture them just like right. you would yourself or just like you would a child. Right. Because when you do that, they grow and they're happy and then they make you happy. They give you the same feeling back. Right. So it's an equal give and take. What you put in the earth, you will get out tenfold. Right. You'll get, you can sustain yourself by things from the earth. Your plants, your vegetables, your fruit. If you plant enough, you'll have enough to can or jar. And I also teach people how to do that. Okay. If they grow their own food. I'll show you how to preserve it. Right. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I remember that's, that takes me back because I remember my grandmother, (laughs) right? ma'am. She used to do the canning and stuff like that. Man, her stuff tasted so good. I'm telling you. Man, the store store did it no justice. They had no idea. No idea. They tried, but they ain't good. E for effort. Because they right. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a low grade, too. Yeah. But it's the truth, right. though. Like, there's nothing like having your own stuff. We were talking about that. Right. Watching it grow, and then you pick it, mm-hmm. and you can eat it fresh. And know. And know that there's nothing that's going to cause cancer for you or any other type of human-made disease that, you know, are in your plants or in your food. You're growing what is good for you, what it was meant to be without the chemicals. Yeah, sure, you know, there are bugs and things that might get in your plants, but there are also things that you can get right in your kitchen to keep them bugs off of your plants. Right, exactly. You know? So true. So still natural stuff, still naturally growing. Okay. Yeah. Another question, because we're going into fall slash winter. So what does that look like for someone that is looking to create 
their healing. I was going to say healing space, y'all, but That's it is true. a healing space it is. because as far as you, you know, with the plants and everything, yes. what does that look like for around this time of Absolutely. the year? Absolutely. You can bring that inside. Okay. And you can also uh, still have, there are some things that you can still do for the uh, wintertime, the fall, when it comes to vegetables, you can still grow lettuce. Right. You can still grow collard greens. Right. You can still grow anything green, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, cabbage. Right. You just got to have the right area for and it. And the setting. And the setting. I right. mean, you can make that anywhere. Okay. Honestly, you, I could take a hula hoop and break it in half, put some uh, plastic over that, and there goes your greenhouse that you can set over your cabbage that's growing out the ground. Right. And you'll and help people. protect it. Absolutely. Yeah. Get that I will definitely. Yeah. Okay. You can even do it on a balcony. So did you hear that? Don't matter the time of year, y'all can still get this help. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have the plant therapy sessions that right. I don't just do um, groups. I do families. So yes. if you just want to have a family gathering, I've done baby showers. Yeah. I've done uh, 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 reunions. Right. And we're doing a whole planting, but also the paint therapy. And the, med- the meditation is there as well. People are enjoying it. That's great. People are enjoying it. That's and great. it's good to have something to do on the inside in the wintertime besides watch TV. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how would you say plants have helped others? Ooh, a lot of uh, trauma, I feel, and I've been told that it helps with their healing process. I've, I've been told with OCD. Right. Uh, PTSD. Right. Just giving people a calming space or something calming to do to put their attention on that thing instead of whatever else is in their mind that is really taking control of that moment. So that's that's is something good for coping yes. regarding, especially in regards to racing thoughts. Yes. You know, absolutely. Anxiety. Right. Uh, we all experience anxiety at one point or another in our lives. Right. And uh, a lot of the time you'll realize, and I think it's also like in your 20s, that's when it really comes out. If you have an issue with mm-hmm. anxiety, that's where it's really going to come out. Also schizophrenia. Right. I've also, I have uh, two clients that have schizophrenia. Right. And they love this plant therapy, garden therapy. I'm sure they do. They are able to get into a zone where they can listen to themselves mm-hmm. and understand what feelings they're dealing with right before a break happens. Right. Or a trigger happens. Right. And then they're able to go to their plants. Right. And go in their space. Right. To calm themselves. Yes. Yeah. I can imagine because it is grounding. Absolutely. Absolutely Touching the ground. ground. A matter of fact, that's one of the coping mechanisms like they will that that is suggested that people actually, if you're able to mm-hmm. touch the ground, touch the ground. Like if you're sitting and yes. you're starting to feel yourself yes. getting a panic attack or something like that, you're encouraged to touch something that will ground you. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. taking your shoes off and getting in that grass and just wow, yeah. rubbing your feet in that grass will ground you very quickly. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And I know in the wintertime, if you can't do that, then you have your plants on the inside of the house that you can get your hands in that dirt a little bit, mm-hmm. repot a few plants, right? Water your plants, right? Sing to your plants, yes. Whatever it is, feels good to you, you can do that in the wintertime. And with them being living organisms, they respond to that. Yes, they do. Yeah. If you notice, and I was talking to someone about this, you know, someone was saying, "My plants are dying. My plants are dying. What season are you going through?" 
Mm, there could be something good. dying in a season for you. Yeah. And you need to acknowledge that. Right. And let it go. Right. When you're holding on to whatever emotion you're feeling, because they are living organisms, organisms they feel it too. Right. Like with animals. Right. They know. If you are having something, something like you're going through a storm or some type of conflict in your life, yes. so are your plants. Right. You'll see them start turning yellow or brown. Mm-hmm. falling off and stuff mm-hmm. like because so are you right when's the last time you went over to that plant and talked to it or touched it even right. plants feel what we feel and mm-hmm. they they go through what we're going through right so if your plants are in a season of blossoming understand that means that you are blossoming on the inside and it's amazing to see it happen that is awesome i love that because we talked about connection and that's a story of connection yes ma'am. yeah Absolutely. yeah Absolutely. So do you have any other stories of, of, about how this has helped others or Dealing clients? With children, yes. I deal with children. I deal with teenagers, uh, people. I have classes from to 99 plus. So I've heard a lot from the different... I did a group. Oh, let me tell you about this one. D.C. I was in D.C. this summer. Okay. And I did a five-part series for them with a youth group from the ages of 14 to 24. Okay. And they were Black men. Okay. Amazing. I learned so much from them and they feel like they learned a lot from me. And I got so much good feedback about enjoying plant therapy. Now we're talking about black men age 14 to 24. Right. That I got to get into a garden with me. Right. And talk with me about their issues. Wow. Exactly. Wow. I was amazed. Wow. And I was humbled. Yes. And I was honored to be able to do what I did. And of course they asked me to come back and I'm like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Whenever you guys want me to come back, I'll be right here. Right. Yes. I love working with black yes. people. Yes. Especially ones that they're open-minded. Right. And they're they're looking for help with their trauma. Right. Or right. even to recognize if they have it. Right. Because some people don't know they have trauma. No, they don't. Yes. No, they don't. Yeah. And that's not uncommon. Like you, something happens, especially if you grew up with it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not uncommon if, if to think... What you thought was normal, yeah, was never normal. Exactly, wow. it's not uncommon it's, at that's all. That's eye opening. Not uncommon at all for people to under to not understand that you weren't supposed to go through that, right? Like you weren't supposed to go through that, right? And I'm sorry that you did. And right. so let me teach you how to not do these same things to yourself anymore, and to forgive yourself and whoever else you need to forgive because that's part of healing your trauma. Yes, it is, is being able to forgive. And move on. And forgiveness is not does not mean that you're saying what they did was okay. Absolutely. What you're doing is you are acknowledging that it occurred and you're even though what they did was wrong, you set boundaries around that yes. so that you're protecting yourself, but at the same time, in a sense you're letting it go. Absolutely. You know, because if you hold on to it. It can become an offense and it can keep you from getting healed. Absolutely. And a lot of times offense can keep you from moving forward in your healing process. And it can cause disease. Yes. It, oh, my gosh. Yes, it can. Y'all see how calm I asked her. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it can it can keep you from healing any dis-ease because right. that's what it is. Right. Dis-ease in your body. That's right. People get stomach ulcers from holding in unforgiveness, like right. holding grudges and stuff like that. Right. People Problems get, in uh, your bones. Yes. Your heart. Right. You can yeah. stroke. Stress right. it. Stress kills. Yes, it does. And, and literally being 
unforgiven or unforgivable in doing that over and over, year after year after year, you're causing yourself health issues. Right. And so we can get back to the plants and say, use these plants, these certain ones to help with that healing on the inside. Right. It all comes full circle. Yes, it does. It all comes full circle. Yes, it does. And what I'll say, audience, is, you know, I know I'm a therapist and she does the plant therapy piece, but you see there's different things you can do to implement There's different tools you really should use. I don't believe that there's only one way to get to healing. I I believe that there it's like a, a a puzzle piece. Like you take a piece here and a piece here. And before you know it, you have a full portrait and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. So I think that, I think this is something that you can implement along with um, exercise, for example. It's something you can implement along with journaling, for example. You know, whatever that might look like for you, because what might work for one person may not work for another person, you know, because it's so many different. We're all different. Mm -hmm. So the different variables that works for your mom, for example, mm-hmm. may not work for, for you. you. That's right. Because you're a different person. The what makes you click might be different from what makes her click. Absolutely. And I think that's how God designed it personally. Imagine how boring the world would be if that's we were all exactly the same. exactly why there's yeah. so many different people doing different ways and areas of healing. Yes. Because we're all very different. And some, some I love plants. Oh, I love growing stuff. That's how you can get to them. Right. That's how you can get them to help heal that. Oh, I love music. I got music therapy too. Right. We can do that too. And paint therapy. People love to paint. Right. And creativity is a great way of releasing what's inside. Absolutely. Yes. It's something that is like you're releasing. Every time you decide to focus on something other than your problems, you are releasing that problem. Right. And saying, okay, I'm going to let it flow. I'm not going to try to control the outcome of this. Mm -hmm. It's already spinning. I already know that things are going to work out. Right. And then you just do what you need to do. You know, I I feel like we definitely keep ourselves harnessed because society says we should do it this way. We should do it that way. And there's no wrong way to heal. No, you need to heal the best way you can for you. Exactly. Exactly. Stacy, I am enjoying this conversation so much. Uh, you have no idea. I'm glad I am too. I'm so glad that you invited me to come on this podcast. Yeah, so I'll tell you, I am silly. I can't help that. <laughs> it's okay. You're allowed to be. <laughs> I am silly. I know I'm silly. What would you say to someone who is maybe going through a very, very difficult time and maybe they feel like they can't even get take that step to even put their hands in the dirt? Mm. Call somebody. Right. I agree. Email somebody. Say, I need help. I know that that is hard mm-hmm. for a lot of us, especially as black women, right. uh, black men, right. because we were raised in households that you're not supposed to need nobody. Right. You depend on God. And yes, you do. But God brings people in your life. Right. To help you through your life. Right. If you allow it. And that, that goes into the whole thing about how we're all interconnected. We are created to be social beings. Yes, and so, you know, if you go through with, with the idea of church, if one of us is hurting, all of us is hurting. Yes, so ma'am. it's not okay yes, for ma'am. you to be hurting and somebody not reach out. 
you yes, know? Ma'am. So call someone, call family, call a friend. Yes. And call if you it, say you have no one, find yourself a therapist. Find a therapist or call a uh, hotline if you yes, have to. if you have to. There's right. plenty of them. And I know we are on the cusp of the holidays. Yes. And suicide time. is a big, big thing around this time. I mean, it is anyway. Right. But the holidays, it escalates. Yes. And so I'm asking if you guys have to tell, there are suicide hotlines. Yes. There are all kinds of hotlines out there that can help you through the holidays. We also at Blossom and Grow encourage you to call us and see what kind of services we have to help you through the holiday. Okay. Because like I said, we can do gardening on the inside. If you're willing to buy pots and you have a designated space, we can come and help you get your hands in that dirt. So what kind of services do you offer? Because I know that you do speaking in groups. Mm -hmm. I know. So can you let the audience know what what you do. Sure. I do. Like I said before, I do do families. If you guys just want a family type session, plant therapy session, I can make it according to your family. Mm -hmm. If it's a group, community group, church group, it doesn't matter what kind of group. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in getting more healing going in, I will do a service for you guys for the plant therapy. Um, We also uh, do individuals. Uh, I do speaking engagements. Yes. Um, I also. And what uh, kind of groups do you do the speaking engagements with? um, They could be church groups. They could be anything, really. Um, It could be a women's group. It could be men's groups. Parent groups. Parent groups. Okay. Children groups. Rotary clubs. Teenagers. Rotary clubs. Okay. Anyone that is willing to see the benefits of plant therapy and the plant therapy sessions, I'm here. You know? Okay. My services are open. And also, you can visit my website. It'll show you all the different services that we do. We even have a new service called Garden Parties, uh, where I bring a group of friends or family together to get in the garden to help build a garden together and have their therapy while they're building it. And then we have lunch together. That sounds wonderful. Absolutely. That sounds wonderful. So how can people reach you if they want to get more information? Sure, absolutely. So www.blossom-grow.com. And then we also have Instagram, which it's at Blossom and Grow LLC. And also on TikTok, we are Blossom underscore and underscore grow. Okay. So you guys can reach us there. You can email us. You can DM us. We'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. That sounds fantastic. Audience, you see why I asked her? (laughs) She is, I, I haven't heard of, I've heard about plant therapy, but I haven't heard anybody doing exactly what she's doing. So I wanted to bring her to you. One more question before we close out. We're in the DMV area. So do you also offer nationwide services as well? I do. I have uh, quite a few workshops coming up next year. One is in Detroit, Michigan. Then I have New York, New York, Chicago, Illinois, Jacksonville, Florida. So you're about to to blow up. Yes, ma'am. God is making it so. So I'm ready. Okay. So you guys heard that? So if you have an organization and if you think she's just regional, actually that's not what's happening. Reach out to her and she'll be more than glad to work with you as far as setting something up. Well, I just want to thank you so much for coming and for being part of our show. I will definitely have you uh, because I'm looking at doing some 
more um, intensified series types of podcasts for people. And I'd love to have you a part of that. So I could, I'm excited to have you part of those projects as well. Um, And audience, when I reach out to you and what I say is, you know, no matter where you are in your healing journey, it is significant. And I promise you, as long as you just keep holding on, keep your head up and keep going forward, it does get better. Yes, it, does. it does get better. One day you'll look back and you'll see a fuller picture of what you came from than where you are today. Absolutely. So I encourage you all be well. And I look forward to talking to you all again. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Elisha's space, where we discuss issues of mental health, and faith. Like our shows? Subscribe so you can be in the know of upcoming episodes. Now go, move forward in your healing journey.